views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome. I want to welcome everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to whatever network you're hearing us on. We want to welcome you. It's great to have you tuning us in and turning us on. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. But what happens? What happens if you're kind of walking down the path and you're wondering about, man, I would love to have a new life. I love to be turning my life around. I'd love to be looking at all this stuff in my life that I really do desire and just is not happening for me. Well, you know what? That's what today's show is about. But before we jump into it, let's say hi to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hey, Pat. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm recovering. Why? I'm recovering from uh, the Seahawks game. That was like two days ago. I know, but I couldn't talk about it yesterday. I was in post-traumatic Why? stress disorder. Post-traumatic stress, right. That's what was happening to me. And, you know, remember our guest from last week? She yeah. said it takes a couple of days. That's true. You probably need just a really big hug. I did need a really big hug. And I a pumpkin did. spice latte because apparently and our a producer. a pumpkin spice latte. One, so. My friend is a barista down here at, uh, <laughs> you know, one of our famous local uh, barista places at Starbucks and uh, which one are we talking about here anyone in specific do they wear a lot or less clothes and telling me it's all about the pumpkin spice and I could see you're already into it right it's not even October what we're doing it right I love pumpkins I know it's so good though isn't it that pumpkin spice stuff oh it's really good that's what I'm saying Rachel has her her glass and ready to go right now she's like blowing it all up in there oh my god so what we're not going to have is a sugar swing because <laughs> we're so pumped up on the sugar that we're fired up and ready to go well <laughs> I have to tell you that's why I'm glad Laura's here uh, I'm glad Laura's in the house Laura Basha joining me here today and guess what here's the deal how do you how do you look at your life and think wait a minute I would love to be having a different life. And by the way, even if it's not a completely different life, I would love to not struggle. And with whom? With myself. I would love to not struggle with myself. I would then not like to not struggle with other people in my life. I would like to not struggle with the checkout person that is checking out my groceries, the guy that just cut me off on my way to studio, or, by the way, the power outage that we had in our studio for six days. Six days. Can't even get in the building. Oh, boy. 
I'm at, oh my God, I'm exhausted already, and I got to do this show right here. Not that I have to, but I'd love to. Laura is joining me here today, certified trainer, and beyond all of that, you know, she's somebody that works with people on a regular basis, whether it is, you know, whether it is she is being the doctor in the house that is going to take care of all of our woes, because that's the way I like to think about counseling, or if she's somebody that's going to help us in an organization or in our lives understand how to connect the dots now this is this is it you know how many of you were kids that you went out and Benny I know you did this but I don't know maybe it's like a New Jersey diner thing where you went out and as a kid you're sitting there and there was this thing they gave you where you could take the the crayons and you could connect the dots and if you connected the dots sometimes if you connected the right dots you got like a picture of something so here we are in the world what do we want to do Well, I don't know about you, but I do want it as simple as connecting the dots to live an epic life. That's what I want. But do we have to look inward to look outward? I don't know. The inward outlook. That's what we're talking about here today. And I'm so thrilled to have Laura joining me on the show. Laura, it is great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Pat. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Well, it is fun, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's fun it's to kind of be... fun, think, not for sure. <laughs> well, isn't it fun to kind of look at, at, at the different things in our in our lives? I got to ask you, like, up front, uh, this is my, this is a question, because I was reading the book, and I was really struck by one thing. And I, I didn't know we were going to talk about it today, but I have to talk to you about it. Okay. You know, some, I used to think fear was the showstopper. I, I used... But now I have a whole new outlook. And I've now come to realize for me in my life, doubt. That is the showstopper. Doubt. And I want to ask you to just talk with us a little bit before we even get into why you wrote the book. Can you tell me about the relationship between fear and doubt and what's number one on your list? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Uh the relationship between fear and doubt. I actually think, but no one's asked me that before, so it's kind of interesting. Um, but in looking at it right now, I would say that they're cousins. That that yeah. doubt is an aspect of fear. Mm. That doubt is the um, a focus on insecure thinking mm-hmm. about a particular situation, and. Mm. Um, you know, maybe it's a little bit more secure than an outright fear of a situation because you're engaged in uh, some kind of, you know, perspective about dealing with something rather than mm-hmm. avoiding something completely. But doubt is um, something that can sabotage our confidence about accomplishment. Yeah. So it's usually, I would say, um, connected to old past patterns of insecurity in some way. I want to ask you about this. I mean, it's real. It's just that we pay attention to those old past patterns, and then in paying attention to them, we kind of bring them to life. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the reason I'm asking you about this is because you work, you know, look, you have a doctorate in both clinical and organizational psychology. You're an international consultant. You're an educator. You're a personal coach. You worked with thousands of clients all over the world, right? And you're the author of The Inward Outlook. Um, And I got to ask you this question. You know, for me, you know, growing up in a corporate environment, 
definitely we know about fear and insecurity. I studied it for eight years because why? Because that was me. But how about this idea of doubt? How does doubt seep in to, what's the word I want? Dilute, dilute our dreams, Laura. How does doubt seep in to dilute our dreams? Because it's that thing we kind of hold on the inside, right? And, you know, we don't walk around saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm doubting Thomas. I'm doubting myself today. But, you know, we do talk about the things we're afraid of. And I want to ask you about that. I mean, it sounds like, Doubt takes a second place to fear at some level, but boy, I don't know about you. It just kills me. Well, I don't know if it takes, I don't know if I would say it takes a second place. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a, a seductive disguise. Oh, so it like maybe that. gives an appearance that it's a little more acceptable than fear. But doubt is, um, as I was just saying, doubt is, is a, a, an attention that we pay to certain thinking that we have that's probably accumulated from past experiences where maybe we weren't as successful as we wanted to be, or maybe we got scapegoated by someone or were embarrassed by some situation, and we don't want to have to duplicate that. And Or maybe we're intimidated by our superiors, if you're looking at an organizational structure, mm-hmm. you know, that the culture may pay lip service to it's okay to be creative and expressive, but you know underneath that if you step outside the status quo that there's consequences. You might lose your job. So there's, there's a, I think if, you, if we were to talk about a specific example where you're feeling doubtful, that we could get more to the heart of it. But in general, I just think it's an expression of fear. You know, I, I, I was reading your I was reading your book and one of the things I was struck by, we've all been influenced by different people in different ways in our lives. And, and you know, I was really struck by, you know, what happened in you, along the way of you becoming you and you know that moment in 1978 when you met a woman that would have the most significant influence on transforming your perceptions of life I think is what you said I'd love for you to talk about that and and share a little bit of how that happened if you would well that's great she um she's no longer with us she was my spiritual teacher yep. and uh she it was uh, the Reverend Catherine Jarvis Mm-hmm. And she was the head of uh, Unity Village in Shreveport, Louisiana, which was the heart of the, the training school for the Unity, uh, the sect of Christianity called Unity, which some of your listeners may be familiar with. Yes. And she was head of the training school uh, of Unity, and she also was head of um, Silent Unity, which was the international prayer ministry. Yeah. And we studied healing with her for about 15 years. And she was, um, I would say, maybe the only truly enlightened person that I've met. Mm. So she, and she was the person who first um, introduced me to understanding how our thinking creates our experience. So when I met her, I had, I had a, Chris kind of making me smile actually thinking about it, I had a background of um, mixed kind of Christian experiences, and I sort of had was complete with um, with Christianity by the time I met her. I was how old was I? I was probably twenty seven mm-hmm. when I met her. 
so I was a little bit resistant to listening to how she was talking about Christianity. But I something compelled me to go back, and after the second or third uh, service that I went to that she gave, I uh, there was a kind of resonance, there was a presence around her that was so positive and so uplifting and so moving that I really jumped in, and uh, there was a small community of us who worked with her for many years. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk with you about that because what I what I love to share with the listeners, and I know this is this is the conversation you and I are getting ready to have today. Each of us that shows up in the world, we have a story, we have a journey, and you know what I have found in over what thirteen years now doing this is that you, you know what did I personally have to change? What perception perceptions did I have to change? Because it's really fascinating sometimes when I stop and think. I didn't have a big business plan. I could have written one, but that is not how I got here. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Laura about transformational humor and what does that mean? You know, what is it about my thinking that's either going to get me to where I need to go or not? The Inward Outlook is the book. We've got lots to share. We're going to give you lots of information about Laura. Phone lines are open, 1-800-930-2819. You want to get a little crust-busting going on? We'll be right back with the show. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Do you 
want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be, it's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Yo, no, 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 you never know what the world is going to show you. It ain't up to you. You always think it's going to happen to another person and it's never, ever going to happen to you. You got your friends, you got your money, got your family, got your honey. You think you got a million days. But then life comes along and it knocks you right down to the ground. And that's why I say that everybody ought to hold somebody. That's what I'm saying. Everybody ought to hug somebody at least once a day. Let's have it. Let's have a moment here right now before we bring Laura back here. Let's have a moment right now, Benny. We need just like to have a a uh, vibrational radio hug. Are we all ready for the hug, Benny? Let's do it. Are we ready for the hug? Is everybody got the hug? Think about your pumpkin spice. Let's just take. Let's just take a minute now. You ready? Let's grunt it out. Oh, uh, let's give ourselves a hug. I'm talking mm, a consciousness hug of the day. Can you feel me? That's a little close for comfort. I think you, some of you are saying, yes, energetically, just put the loving on you because you deserve it. Thank you, Benny, for playing that song. I'm hey, feeling anytime. it. Anytime. It's good. Anytime. Laura, who yes. knew? Who knew you'd be joining us here today and we would have a consciousness hug right on the show? What do you think of that? <laughs> it felt awesome. All right. I have got to ask you about this. Well, first of all, thank you for writing The Inward Outlook. Thank you for doing that. Um, And because the reason that I'm thanking you for doing this, because I love to get reminded in my life that I am really creating stuff, whether I think I am or not. But before we jump into that, I would love for you to chat with us about what what you introduce us to in the book called Transformational Humor. Well, transformational humor is a term that I sort of created to express yeah. the state of mind or the um, the perception that one can um, generate for oneself when we realize uh, the impact that our thinking has on our experience. So transformational humor is one end of what I call a humor continuum, where at one end of the humor continuum are the kinds of humor that we maybe are familiar with, um, you know, jokes and and satire. Uh, the other end of the uh, humor continuum is a, a state of mind that is so compassionate and so understanding of what it means to be a human being and the struggles that we deal with and how we can... Um, really be standing in the essence of who we are in the midst of any condition or circumstance with a, uh, an, with a 
a, a sense of compassion and understanding. So it's a humor that isn't so much about laughter as it is about uh, keeping um, an even keel no matter what's going on around you. Well, you know, I wanted to ask you about this idea, and you know, I mentioned it before we went to before we went to break. You know, this radical idea that we could literally change our lives from the way we embark on, you know, thinking in the world, and that it maybe, in fact, could even, you know, present us with opportunities to be happy in life. And, you know, you take us on a beautiful, beautiful journey in the book of really breaking this down. And I love it. I love when you start to talk about what is the mind, what is consciousness, what is thought. And, you know, many people write books that are hundreds of pages long and don't really connect the dots. I would love for you to connect the dots between mind, consciousness, thought, uh, and how it helps us create the lives we truly want. Oh, sure, absolutely. That is the heart of the book. And um, it's, a, it's a, a methodology, if you will. It's a, a way that I've worked with people for over 25 years. And it's a principle-based paradigm uh, based on those three principles of mind, consciousness, and thought. And uh, the mind is essentially um, the source of everything. It, it's the everything and the no thing. You, we can't really talk about it. We can point to it, but we can't really talk about it because anything we could say or anything we could understand comes from it, so it would be less than what it really is. Well, people might call it the Tao. People might call it God. It's the source of everything. Consciousness is that which allows us to perceive life. It's the movement of mind through us according to our level of understanding. And thought is the variable. And there's two uh, modes of thinking, if you will. One I call capital T thought and one I call small t thought. The variable is personal thought, which is the small t thought. And that is the thinking that we have. Um, it's it's really the sum total of our perceptions of, of what has made us who we are. It's the data that's gone into creating us as our individual personalities. And depending on what we pay attention to, mm-hmm. we're paying attention to that personal thought, which is basically memory, and it's thinking that comes from the past. Uh, as you were saying, it's sort of the story out of which we live. That's one mode of thinking that we can pay attention to. Mm -hmm. The other mode of thinking that we tend not to pay so much attention to, but we're actually hardwired for it, is that capital T thought. And that's uh, what I would call infinite intelligence. That's the connection to the formless or to the source of everything. And we all have access to that, but we tend to not experience that access because we're paying so much attention to what we have in our intellect, the information that we have in our in our thinking, our personal thoughts. And the more we pay attention to our personal thinking, the more we're actually coming from the past because that personal thinking is the database of our whole experience of life so far. But if we want to have an insight or we want to see something new, or 
we want to tap into our, our innate creative genius that's available to all of us, then we need to practice turning our attention away from that kind of hamster wheel of ongoing thinking that every human being has. And we have to start practicing listening to the quietness behind that, to that universal thought. It's really listening to what we don't know. And we're not comfortable not knowing. We really want to know stuff. We want to have the answers. We want to look good. We want to appear smart. We want to be the experts in our field. There's nothing wrong with that. It's something that we all, I listen, you said I've got more letters after my name than anybody needs. So there's usefulness in having expertise. But the real source of creativity and authentic self-expression and authenticity and integrity comes from being in the now. That's a kind of popular phrase to be here now. But all that means is being present in the situation that you're in with no attention to thinking of the past. And it takes a kind of... um, awakening to what that is and there's a way to do that um most all of us have experienced that kind of being present but we sort of discount it and go back to listening to the intellect i know and that's what we're going to talk about today but right now we are giving copies of this book away and we're giving signed copies of this book away throughout the show today so benny is already getting calls so everybody get ready let's start with the first caller in the first book we would love to give a copy of the inward outlook away thanks to dr laura joining me here today 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 and we're going to keep giving them away so once that first book is gone we will give another one away 1-800-930-2819 Laura can you take a minute and let people know how they can find out more about you how they can get their own copy of the book if they don't get in the show today oh sure absolutely um, you can contact me or find out more about me through my website which is www dot whitebirdrising.com that's white as the color white birdrising.com and the book is available on Amazon it's also available uh, translated into Spanish so if there's a uh, Spanish speaking part of your audience that is uh, more comfortable reading in Spanish they can get the, uh, the book in Spanish yeah, that'll be the entire other half of my family right there. That's what right. I'm saying. Grandfather came to America. The grandfather's brother went to South America. Did a lot of them listening to the show and wondering why I am not doing a Spanish show. Let's take a short break, everybody, when we come back. We're going to talk about, you know, follow the breadcrumbs. Follow the breadcrumbs. And what are the breadcrumbs? The breadcrumbs are our thoughts. If we follow the breadcrumbs, the thoughts, if we follow them, Are we going to get to where we want to be? Are we going to get to where we want to be? And if we don't get there, okay, then what? That's what I'm talking about. Positive transformational change. I love this section of the book. Why? Because, yeah, TransformationRadio.fm is a positive, positive transformational network. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. And then life comes along and it knocks you right down to the ground. And that's why I say that everybody ought to hug somebody at least once a day. And everybody ought to kiss somebody. 
preceding audio was via a Skype call. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Clairvoyance, a gift few have, and even fewer match the powers of one of America's best. Dr. Linda Salvin. Dr. Linda's uncanny ability drills to the core of your issues to bring you quick and accurate answers and predictions. In more than two decades, Dr. Linda has helped over 75,000 people on national radio, by phone, in person. When you need answers, Dr. Linda makes it clear. Book your time with this legendary seer now. Click on lindasalvin.com or call 888-509-1077. Calling all dreamers. Are you living your dream life? Actualize your possibilities with Life Coaching Radio and your host, Deb Stetzer. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, Deb is here to help you turn your dreams into a reality. Life Coaching Radio. Dream it, live it, be it. To learn more about Deb, visit www.mylifecoach.us. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. The following audio is via a Skype call.
fly here. Tell me why do they come to die here? And all the kids that used to run here. Tell me why did they load their guns here? Hey, everybody, welcome back. I am so thrilled. You know, Laura Basha joining me here today. Dr. Laura Basha joining me here today, The Inward Outlook. Uh, And we are giving copies of the book away, as I said before, 1-800-930-2819. But before we do that, um, Laura, we've got uh, one of our fabulous, fabulous listeners would love to come on and ask a question. Mr. Benny. All right, we'll take Tammy calling in from Everett. Tammy, welcome to the show. What's going on, darling? Hey, Tammy. Hey, I love your show. Um, what's going on is that um, I've never, as I'd grown up in my early 20s and stuff, I was never a person to doubt. Um, I always um, just was made myself balanced or whatever you want to call it. But lately, um, the past 10 years, I have um, had a lot of doubt, and um, I don't know how to get myself back into getting out of that. Does that make sense? I'm not sure how to phrase the question. No, I but, totally um, got you. I got you, girl. I got you. You you know, we are like right on the same page, you know, because I think what I hear you saying, and please, please correct me if I don't get this right. You know, earlier in life, you know, you were out there without even contemplating whether or not something was going to happen in the way that you thought it would. So hence, didn't really have a lot of doubt going on. Uh, but for yeah, I just went, reason, yeah, I just went as life went on. Yeah, life went on. But you just did your thing, right? And so right. somewhere along the way, you know, yeah, you're just not quite out there doing your thing because doubt crept in and said, uh, maybe not so much. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this question right over to Laura. <laughs> well, hi, Tammy. Nice to meet you. Um, you too. I think it's actually um, a positive indicator for you. You might be able to shift your your thinking about it, even though it may be an uncomfortable process to be in. But to Pat's point, when we're younger, we sort of grow up with a certain mindset and we go about our business assuming that, you know, life's going to go the way that we learned life is going to go. And as we get older, there's a kind of awakening that happens from the inside out, from center to circumference, which is more of an authentic um, kind of uh, emerging of who you really are and it might be in a, a, some conflict or quite a bit of conflict of how you thought things were supposed to be when you were younger so it's a can I inter- can I I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you but um, um, I, I understand what you're saying there and um, what had happened was I understood everything before but I was put in a very bad and it involved my whole family um, turning it against me when I had nothing to do with it, and it just sort of just messed me up really big time. So that's what happened. Is that so? I do understand, and I knew who I was before, and and I and I am working. I read a lot of books and how to get back to that, but I didn't realize what self the the doubt part meant. It's like you're sabotaging your life, and I'm going, oh my god, am I really doing that? And mm-hmm. yes, I am. <laughs> right now and so that's that's the case is that how do I get back there and I understand the first process so I just I know it was just a situation that caused me to begin to have self-doubt and so that's does that make sense more or more clearly or well I think I missed a couple of words but what I I didn't hear exactly what happened with your family yeah I, my whole basically my whole family just turned against me and something tragic happened to me and 
it was um it was it's very emotional, very hard to deal with. Um, put it this way, I didn't talk to my family for four years. Um, I didn't get to see my kids grow up, um, and my family didn't get back in contact with me. I always try to contact them, and I was always trying to get my head mind, or head, you know, try to get it back, trying to get them back in balance, but nobody around me, even the new people that I met in my life, they wouldn't allow me to do that, so I started doing it by myself and started listening to your radio station and reading books and reading the Bible. And so I'm getting there. But um, um, like I said, the Tao the thing, I just never realized that it was because I was sabotaging my life because of self-doubt, and that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, well, one thing, you know, I'm, how... Are, are, go on. One thing it sounds like with um, the depth of emotional impact that this experience has had is I'd really support you in finding someone who could be an advocate for you, a counselor, someone that you could talk through the whole details with the situation and what you're going through, which we don't have. This, we can't do that on the show. Right. I will say yeah. that um, I've had quite a number of experiences myself in life, one of which was being estranged from my family for uh, over 20 years and reconnecting with them. But it took a huge shift in my own perception, and it took years of uh, inner growth that uh, were as painful as it sounds like what you're going through. So, yeah, I think the book might the book may help you. The one the book that I've written, the Inward Outlook, will certainly be helpful. Yeah. But you also, um, uh, I could make some references. I'm not sure how to do this on the show with Pat, mm-hmm. but I think you guys are up in Washington, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do know some people that I could connect you with up there that could be close to where you're living that could be helpful and help you get through this process based on the same model yeah. that this book is based on. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I want to say real quick, if we could say it to Tammy, is this. Um, you said something very, very telling to me and part of my own journey. And I will tell you what has caused me more trouble and heartache in my own journey and realizing, you know, uh, the dreams of my life, have them come true, is my separation from spirit, my separation. And when I say my separation, here's what I mean. You know, in my life, spirit hasn't gone away. Whatever you call it, spirit, God, higher power, source, whatever yeah, you call yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way how yeah. you describe it. I'm the exactly. same way. Exactly. Yes. But it's never gone away. I- See, it's never disappeared from my life. It's me that has not recognized it in my life. And so what I started to do over time is ch- turning in trust my trust in that and my trust in that guidance and my trust in that being the source of fueling my dreams. And I gave well, it to then the you know outside what? world. And I just started then to You know what? I'm on the right I'm on the right track because everything that you're saying, yeah. I'm doing, I'm the yeah. spiritual um I've always since I was a little girl had this dream and and I still have that and that is to I wasn't quite sure it's to help people out, but um some kind of pure counselor uh, somebody that's going to be able to help people, and mm-hmm. that's why I read all different kinds of books in different situations, so that way I can help out people that are in a situation like me mm-hmm. that, um, you know, maybe a nonprofit organization or something like that, so that people that I've contacted so many people about um, advocates yeah. and getting into counseling, and it's really, I mean, 
It's really yeah. hard. It usually takes me nine months to a year to get into something, and then it only lasts for a few minutes because, you know, a few months because they've already, they'll cover what I need there, and then I need yeah. something else. Yeah, but let me just so say I've something been working to you. On it. Let me say something to you here because this is really, you know, this is the thing that has helped me. There's an expression, and I guess if you read the Bible, you'll get it, but you hear this expression in other circles, and I'm going to say it because I rarely say anything like this. There's something I learned along the way that I had to really research and understand and it's an expression that is it's faith without works is dead and I used to think it was faith without works is death that's the way I originally heard it like you know for 30 years of my life and what that Mm -hmm. means is that I had to learn how to have faith through action and when I moved here from Seattle I was lost so I'll tell you what I did I got out into the world and I volunteered we, we live in a place in Western Washington. It is the most abundant place to get out in the world and do service. I cook chickens for people with HIV. So you see what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we just, I don't know what Laura's gonna say, but sometimes we just have to be human doing. We have to get out and do this. And we don't necessarily have to have a job to do it. I had no job. And I went out and I made chicken. And I went out and I went down and gave soup to people that were homeless. So sometimes, sometimes service can be the key to our survival. Yes, I, 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 do, okay. I do do the service. I, I do do the service. I actually have a anxiety where I, I have a hard time leaving the house. So it's really hard. But I do do any kind of volunteer work. I keep things in my car if I see somebody mm-hmm. needs food or clothing or something like that. I'm always keeping things okay, like that. Okay, so right. let me just say this so, to you. Yeah. If you're looking for somebody to work with, and I'll just kind of end with this, um, you can go to my website, thedrpatshow.com, and then look yes. up Victoria Cohen, C-O-E-N. She did an entire mm-hmm. series of shows with us. And okay. check her out because I am sure that she would be able to help you in a lot of ways. So why don't you go ahead and do that? In the meantime, we'll make sure we get you this book, okay? Thank you so much. Okay, great. Thank you so much for having me on the air. I love you guys. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you. Wow. Don't you love our listeners, Laura? They're absolutely amazing, aren't they? Yeah, she's pretty. She's clearly um, inspired to transform her life and to be a contribution to people. Yeah, and what I want to say, we're going to continue to keep giving books away, 1-800-930-2819. And please call in. We'd love to give another copy of the book away. I want to kind of jump to talking about positive transformational change and, you know, the part in the book that you clearly outline what transformational humor is. But also, you know, I was struck by two things. It's really fascinating that I got to read a little bit about positive transformational change. And then you start to talk about integrity. And I have to really, you know, have a chat with you because I think we've only got about eight minutes left here or something. But I wanted to chat with you about positive transformational change done with integrity. Yes. How does that happen? Well, let me explain first what I mean by integrity because I think that everyone has a certain understanding of it. When I talk about integrity, I'm talking about 
And I talk about it in the book about finding your purpose and articulating your authentic purpose in life, which is deeper than what you do, what your profession is, what your work life is. It has to do with really articulating the essence of who you are. And when people do that, they usually uh, come up with some version of being a contribution to humanity in some way. It doesn't mean that they have to be out in the world, but it could be with their family, it could be with their community. There's some way of operating that's very meaningful to us. Uh, For example, my personal purpose is that I'm committed that all people are free from the past and profoundly present generating lives of authentic self-expression and joy. So this book is one strategy that fulfills on that purpose. So that purpose has a life in many any different area of my life. It shows up in a certain way with my family. It shows up in a certain way with my clients. It shows up in a certain way when I'm meeting strangers at the supermarket. So uh, articulating, finding the words to express the heart of who we authentically are are the words that capture the integrity of who we are. And when we can find those words and articulate them, it's like a compass of, that's always pointing true north. So when you make choices in life and you make uh, decisions or you uh, create some new um, venture for yourself or some new form of expression, you want to see if it's in alignment with what you're deeply committed to. And if it's you're deeply committed to that, then you will be on a path of positive transformational change that's in alignment with the integrity of who you say you are. So uh, that kind of listening from that purpose, uh, it's what you uh, have been pointing to in this interview when you talk about trust or having faith, Um, it's a spiritual experience when you stay on track with what you say you're, who you are and who you're committed to. And then you naturally are accountable. You know, there's a big conversation about being accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like there's, you're so committed to having what you, what you say you, who you are and what you want to be creating, you're so committed to that happening that if you make a mistake or you get off track, all you want to do is be accountable to, to changing that because what you're committed to is the, is the positive result. Mm. So maybe I'll stop there and see if there's a comment you have or... Yeah, my my comment is, you know, we sometimes wonder, and I think you you touch upon this really beautifully in the book. You know, you touch upon, you know, the the idea that we are baffled in life by the life that shows up that we say, I didn't, I didn't, you know what, I didn't sign up for this, Laura. I didn't sign up for this, and so we're baffled by the way things show up in our lives that don't make any sense to us. And, I, and I'm one of those people. You know, and let's just give an example, and then I'd, I'd love for you to talk about it. In 1991, um, I talk about this quite often. Uh, I think my body was taken over by an alien. I now know it was spirit. And my life looked really different. You know, I had gone to a high level of success, an executive level in the corporation, and I walked in one day, and I looked around me 
And what I was looking at first in the mirror and then in my job was so absolutely out of alignment with the person I thought I was mm-hmm. that I walked in and I was supposed to in, I was supposed to implement a downsizing program and I walked in and I said I'm not doing it. <laughs> I said you guys have changed this program and now you're targeting people with one month away from a 30-year pension you're going to fire them. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it. Now you know this, you work with executives. What do you think the career path would be for a senior executive in organizational development in the telephone company to walk in and say you are not doing that plan? You well, are going to be one of the first headcounts gone. But you see, I don't have a logical reason as to why that happened, but I now today have a spiritual one because if I look back I wouldn't be here today had I stayed with that job. So even the series of losses that have happened in the past, what, 25 years, if I look at them as losses, I will be depressed 24-7. But if I look at them as a series of dots that got connected to somehow guide my soul, maybe I'll be able to wake up tomorrow and put one foot in front of the other. So now I would love to hear what you have to say about, you know, is that the inward outlook or was I really taken over by an alien? (laughs) Well, I would say yes, that isn't a great example of the inward outlook, although there's a possibility of being even more conscious of, of actualizing those kind of moments. What I would say was happening for you is that part of integrity that you are. It was so, it might have been building for some time in the corporate setting you were in, actually. But there was a line that you just weren't willing to cross, which was to really um, destroy people's lives who'd been there for 30 years, counting on a certain um, result that that was going to be taken away from them. Not an uncommon situation, unfortunately, in the corporate world. Uh, But I would say there is a logic to it, and the logic is that there was some connection that you have had to infinite intelligence, to that formless um, essence of who you are, that was bleeding through in such a way, it maybe showed up as a feeling, which everything is spiritual, so it maybe showed up as a feeling and later showed up as a cognition, which was this radio station, for example, and probably other things in your life as well. It's what um, sometimes we can refer to as a spiritual emergence. I had one myself back in the 80s, and, you know, life was just not the same afterwards. Sometimes it happens to us in this sort of um, momentary, inexplicable experience. Sometimes it just is a gradual awakening. Uh, It's usually uncomfortable in some way because it's re-chemicalizing the physical body as well as uh, uh, shifting, transforming our perspective. And it's kind of a breakthrough of a more authentic and um, uh, uh, thought system that's been wanting to come up to consciousness. And fortunately, you listened. Yeah. And, and if this you is... had stayed, I'll just say this, because we yes, did go ahead. This. If you had stayed in, in spite of that, because you had bills to pay or whatever, The cost that people pay is um, a sort of uh, extinguishing of the spirit inside because you kind of have to give up your authentic self. Survival wins rather than trusting 
the possibility of transformation and life expanding. Mm. You know, this is really, and first of all, let me thank you for joining me here today. And thank you and your generosity of giving, you know, giving out, uh, giving away so many books. We started a pay it forward program from day one, you know, that we started to do this. And one of the things that I, I love is to see how many people, people like you, Laura, that are showing up in the world that are really carrying this energy forward. So I want to thank you. Um, I would love for you, again, to please give out your website. Let folks know how they can get a copy of your book, if you would. Sure. It's uh, www.whitebirdrising.com. There's also another website for the books called Basha Books, B-A-S-H-A books.com. And uh, you can buy the book on Amazon. Uh, and it's in English and in Spanish. Well, thank you. And, you know, I wanted to um, talk with you. We have a couple minutes left. And I always like to always like to kind of go back and ask about, you know, what is the personal message today? You know, what would you love to leave us with? What are your thoughts for today and thoughts for the show and thoughts for the listeners here? And thank you so much again for joining me. Well, thank you, Pat. Thank you for having me. Um, I would just say that uh, really all of us are masters in creating our own experience, and we're either unconsciously creating it through our thinking or consciously creating it through our thinking. So what is it that we really want, and what are we paying attention to? Are we paying attention to what we want, or are we paying attention to what we don't want? Because what we pay attention to gets brought to life. And then finally, I would say that everything, everything you're looking for, you already have. It's center to circumference. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for joining me here. The book for everyone out there is called The Inward Outlook. And uh, thank you so much for all that you do and, and for taking a very, very powerful message out into the world. It's been great having you on the show. Thanks so much, Pat. It's been great to be on the show. And I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. We have another hour of the Dr. Pat Show coming up. For those of you that want to find out more about us, go right to the website, uh, drpatlive.com or the drpatshow.com. And what you're going to be able to do, as so many of you have pointed out to us, when you get there, you can actually download our telephone app for Transformation Talk Radio. And as you are telling us, you love doing that and listening on your smartphones. Who knew? Well, yeah, that's the world we live in. Jessica and the team have known that. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with you, continuing the conversation, just so you know, continuing the conversation with Alley Katz and much more on the show. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 